record this time. Fantastic, you've done it. Well, I'm Phil. <laughs> and I'm Phil. And welcome to another fantastic <laughs> episode of the Phil and Phil Show. Um, we'll just do a little, we'll chat in, we'll connect in, and then we'll introduce our guests this week. But yeah, Phil. <sighs> okay, I take a deep breath now so we can start and I can be as present as I can with you guys. Um, yes, as I was just sharing with Priscilla, actually, I've just been out with um, a friend of mine that chefs for Dwina Gibb. Dwina Gibb was, um, is married to the late Robin Gibb from the Bee Gees. Back in the, back in the 70s, they had amazing hits. I had no idea actually how amazing they were. I knew that, you know, I knew they were on the top of their game, but I just didn't realise how many gold discs they had and uh, incredible, incredible privilege to go over there. And, um, and interesting enough, Phil, Dwina's into druidry and she writes druid stories and she carries wow. on them. She carries on the myths of ancient, wow. the ancient Irish myths and the ancient English myths. And um, and she's a member of, of the Druid. So, yeah, really a, a real a real privilege to be let inside that world and um, and actually go and go and chef for her and inspire her and my friend that was this chef to encourage them a bit more. So, yeah, a real privilege. And then coming back and now being as present as I can with you guys. So tonight we have. Oh, Phil, is there anything you want to say just to touch in before I introduce Priscilla? Uh, I don't think so. No, not not connected <laughs> to what we're doing. Cool. <laughs> okay. So tonight we have the wonderful Priscilla Elliott. Priscilla is um, a Reiki master teacher. She's a coloured mirrors practitioner, teacher trainer, uh, an EFT matrix printer teacher trainer. Um, and I've known Priscilla now for about probably ten years, actually probably known Priscilla and I've done various trainings with her um we've gone very deep down several rabbit holes and and uh and yeah she had some really great stuff Priscilla is is um yeah she's full of she's full of wisdom she's she's brilliant and actually quite amazing at getting to the root and understanding what's going on and encouraging you and guiding you on your journey to dig basically as deep as you can go. Priscilla can hold it for you and give you insight. Because uh, she's one of the things, actually, Priscilla, that I think you're brilliant at is really picking the words that people say. You know, every day we're, we are, David Wolf calls it verbal kinesiology. And what Priscilla's amazing at doing is when you something spurts out of your mouth, she says, ah, really? And then she'll go on that. She'll go on that and hone in on a various word, which yes, there's no hiding. For, there is no hiding. She's being extremely kind. There's no hiding. So without any further ado, Priscilla, welcome. I really, uh, uh, I'm really grateful that you've decided to share time with Phil and I on our little show. Um, yeah. So we're we're live on on youtube and brand new tube which was one of your suggestions to go onto brand new tube um so it, so this show is there for everyone to see lovely well phil thank you very much for such a wonderful introduction <laughs> i just have to live up to that now <laughs> <laughs> yeah no pressure um, yeah, uh, so, yeah no pressure at all <laughs> um so yeah uh, as you were saying um i um i'm a teacher 
in colour, um, in Reiki and in EFT. Um, and I'm a practitioner for uh, matrix re-imprinting. So I do regression therapy and, as you know, and uh, life coach and sort of various other things, really. Anything that's useful for any uh, individual. So I've got various tools in my toolbox, just like many practitioners these days. And I tend to just go to whatever um, the individual needs, whatever my client needs at the time. So uh, that's right. And I work at soul level. So I'm working at soul level. Um, so if any of you are sort of um, wondering what I mean by that, if it's possible for you to um, comprehend or let's just say open up to the idea that you are a very, very powerful soul in a body having a human experience, then it flips everything on its head. And what that means is that everything that you're living through on a day-to-day -day basis is an experience. And it's all about vibration and energy and raising your vibration and feeling better and manifesting more amazing things, irrespective of what's happening in your life or what's going on in the outside world. So yeah, that's really sums it up. <laughs> um, yeah, and and um, I run Carry on, Phil. Sorry. Yeah, I was going. I was going to say with 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 that work that you're talking about now, Priscilla. It, it creates the thing that I've found with the work that I've been doing through that is it creates stability on an mm. emotional and spiritual level, and that's really most, valuable. Most definitely. Most definitely. When you recognise that. Um, every emotion that you experience and everything that you experience um, on a day-to-day -day basis in terms of people that talk to you, how they talk to you. You know, you could get up in the morning and you're driving along and you get caught up in the traffic and, and um, you know, your response might feel, you might be angry or whatever the emotion is. You'll recognise that that's a pattern that you've experienced many, many times in your life. And so when you realize that that's actually a program, it's an automatic response to certain situations, certain triggers. And when you realize that, you can actually trace it back, recognize it as a program and lift it out so that you don't react like that anymore. And what that means is that you raise your vibration. So when you're in on, on a daily basis, your vibration is so much higher and you're attracting more positive things like synchronicity. I mean, how many times do you um, drive along? You're in a really, really good mood, right? And you're driving along and you get every green traffic lights and you get your car parking space. Everybody wants to know you. You get invited out to the, you know, the party and, um, you know, you get all these phone calls. That's because your vibration is high. That's a, an example of a high vibrational day. And all of this is happening without you even realising. And then conversely, what I sort of explained earlier, you know, somebody gets you get caught up in the traffic and before that um, you got up late and you're running late for work and you drop your toast on the floor and <laughs> and it all goes wrong so um it's so important for you to understand where your vibration is at a particular time in order for you to be able to shift it and you can shift it actually relatively quickly if you know how so uh, yeah that's kind of what I do. I help people to come out of old programming, out of old ways of thinking and being and helping them to attract. Um, well, I kind of help them to see what they're what they're attracting subconsciously in their lives and help them to remove the blocks to that attraction. Um, so we are talking about law of attraction here. So some of the time you're attracting consciously, you're saying, OK, I'd really like to manifest this and that. And 
other times you're attracting subconsciously without even realizing by getting in touch with a negative emotion. If you're feeling negative, you're going to attract a whole load of other negative things to make you feel that same thing again, if that makes sense. Does that make absolutely, sense? Absolutely, Priscilla. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's a little bit like, I think I spoke to you on my birthday on Friday. And uh, Friday night, a mate of mine phoned up from America. And, um, and, and I was talking to him. And I said, so if you phone up for a chat or, phone, or have you actually phoned up to wish me happy birthday? <laughs> and he said, what do you mean? I said, well, it's my birthday and you, you, we haven't spoken since you went back in September and you phoned me up today. And he said, oh, well, happy birthday. I said, you <laughs> and, and, um, and he's funny because he, 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 uh, he doesn't really believe in any of this. And I said, so you're really tuned in then, mate. And he's like, mm, yeah. you know, I, I always tease him a little bit. Bless him. And, and uh, he said, well, it's just a lucky phone call, isn't it? And I said, no, you're tuned in. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So he was matching your vibration and, uh, and you were sort of picking up from there. You know, so when you hear from people that you haven't heard from, from eight for ages, you'll be matching the same vibration. And then when you communicate, you'll be um, kind of, you'll have things in common. You know, so um, you you may have shared experiences, uh, etc., and you might sort of say, "Oh, yeah, that's amazing. That's exactly what happened to me, or I felt that, etc." So, people, um, if you look at your emotions as magnetic, yeah, mm. if you if you think about your thoughts as electric and your emotions as magnetic when you put the two together electromagnetic and you've got an electromagnetic field around your body so um but just going on to emotions for now emotions are magnetic so imagine you've got these magnets inside and um imagine that you're sort of sending up this magnetic frequency of whatever the feeling is could even be boredom you know something like that you're sending up your boredom and what you're going to get back in terms of the return is is something that's going to make you feel really bored. <laughs> yeah, so it's literally like attracts like, and that is the same with people, like attracts like. So you're going to attract people of the same vibration and your vibration sort of moves around uh, a little bit every day, but you've got a kind of a standard vibration, you know, that's always increasing the more you do this kind of work. And I love what you guys do, you know, with the food and raw, I've, I've um, been been on the raw diet for some time sometimes I I go to vegan and especially in the winter months when uh, I've got a dehydrator and I, I love um, you know uh, drying out my foods and stuff like that so I love what you guys do and that changes vibration as well so when you're eating really well and you're feeling really good you know your vibration's high and um, and likewise, when your vibration is high, you want to eat more healthy foods, don't you? So it's yeah. um, it kind of goes together. Yeah. So I don't know if that sort of helps. Does that make sense to you, Phil? The other Phil? <laughs> yeah. 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 Phil, are there any questions you've got to ask Priscilla? Is there anything, is there anything um, you'd like to know about what she's talking about? I, I just go through with whatever comes up. So how are you seeing... Um, people's with everything that's going on in the world in the last year uh -huh. Uh -huh. how are you helping people what are you seeing because like you say i mean the foundation is emotional and, and the spiritual uh -huh. but there's a lot of physical things happening in the world that are negatively affecting you know so they have an effect on the physical the, the, the spiritual and the emotional and the mental so yes. this is how to how are we how to deal with that and how to how do we overcome some you know kind of challenges that, that affect us physically 
and mentally so right great question phil thank you um yeah lots going on in the world loads and loads um if you come back to how you're feeling um so for example if you've got um if you've got something that affects you physically it's still going to affect how you're feeling yeah which comes back to vibration if you can go back to how am I feeling right now? And if you can isolate that magnet effectively, um, you can, if you make a note of how you're feeling. So for example, I'm um, helping quite a lot, a lot of my clients, I run sessions on a daily basis. And what, um, you know, what the situation has brought up, the world situation, are lots and lots of people who are in fear, um, some people who are angry, some people who are frustrated, you know, lots of um, things as a result of lots down etc um, so there are those clients who just want to come out of that sort of world if you like they want to feel better they want to be able to go outside and experience nature and you know uh, get back to what is supposed to be normal <laughs> um, what if uh, this whole process is really a process to get people to really tune into what they want in life. You know, so for example, um, you might have um, executives that have been in the rat race for a long time and driving gets being stuck in, your, in their car for their commute and then they come home and then they're tired and they've got no time for the family because they're exhausted etc well what if this whole process is helping them to recognize that being at home is actually maybe they can start their own business maybe they can leave the corporate world you know maybe um, it's not quite as difficult as they thought and maybe it's just making people recognize what it is they really want in life now if you're able to do that and pinpoint that and it's a more challenging question that you might think actually um, because when you ask people what do you really want they find it quite challenging to answer and what they typically say is well this is what I don't want and this is what I don't want and I don't want this and I don't want that because it's an automatic reaction it's automatic to react in that way but when they focus on what they do want then they get better results of course so going back to your question in terms of what uh, uh, how people are reacting. If people are, for example, in fear, then it means that there is a fear magnet. They're literally getting to face their fears. And when you um, connect to that and you say, okay, I'm scared, you can, if you are able to tune in, why? Why are you fearful? Who are you fearful of? Are you fearful of the situation, um, government, the police? Who, who are you afraid of? If it's fear of authority, for example, you might write down fear of authority, put it in a circle, and then go back all the way through your life and tune into all the times when you feared authority. And you'll find that it goes back to your childhood, which is where all the patterns created in the first place. When you can see that, the pattern starts to lift and it doesn't have the effect anymore. Um, so that's sort of one example of something that you could do that's really, really simple. Um, but there are also loads and loads of uh, opportunities to come out of how you're feeling, the vibration, like colour, as Phil was suggesting, um, the other Phil. <laughs> um, these lovely colour bottles um, is just one way. Or you could bring in colour into the top of your head if you wanted to feel um, calm. Blue is a beautiful colour for helping you to feel calm. 
fear sits in the frequency of yellow. So you might bring yellow into the top of your head and infuse yourselves with yellow. So it might sound a little bit, bit mamby-pamby in terms of emotions, but um, these emotions are very, very, very powerful frequencies. They're incredibly powerful frequencies. And if they go unchecked, they can cause havoc in your body and in your life, you know, because all you're doing is rerunning the same emotions and being stuck there over and over and over again. So I don't know if that's answered your question, Phil. Does that sort of help at all? Yes, yeah, good. I was just typing, typing like fear of fear authority there. And it's just really interesting that that these situations have brought up people's fears. And, and I think the fear of authority is a really big one because there's a lot yeah. of authority stuff going on and, and throughout our lives through you know, as soon as we're born, we go into this system of like control and, and schooling and you have to yeah. follow all these rules. And then like it's it's been inbuilt. And like now we're like, yeah. oh, somebody's now fully taken away even more of our rights. And so people are going to yeah. stand up and go en enough. Well, what do I do with this? And then but then it's mm -hmm. scary to stand up because it's like we're told we, we have to follow the rules and. I think in England we're really good. We, we like to follow rules, but then, but we also like our freedom. So there's this, mm -hmm. this. I think there's this conflict, and I, yeah, mm -hmm. I think, and it, and I think the reason this is continue continuing so long is because of people's fear of you know fear of authority, and because if we all just stood up and go, no, we're not doing this. We're not playing yeah. this game. Yeah. We are free, and we're taking our power back. It would be over. Yeah. Would have been over immediately. But because we've this has been ingrained deeply in us. And I, that's and right. so, so maybe that's, that's the discussion is how, you know, I suppose it starts with each of us, but how do we shift that energy in all yeah. of us to take this power yeah. back away from the, the crazy governments, yeah. which is our gift, our spiritual reflection to stand mm -hmm. up. But how do we like, what, what tools do we have to yeah. make that shift and take our power back power so back. we can be yeah. confident? Cause I'm just like, yeah. nervous about standing up because I'm like, well, I don't want to upset somebody or like, because I don't want to wear a mask in the store and I don't want to get into yeah. a conflict. But uh -huh. it's like, I know it's like ridiculous, but I know that more of us stand up, but I think a lot of us are scared to stand up because they feel, yes. you, know, you know. That's it. That's absolutely right. Absolutely right. And if you, and, and you touched on something really interesting here because you'll tend to find that people see the government and the police, for example, well, typically, I, sh I should say, I'm generalising here, as dad. And they might see the, let's say, the NHS as mum because, you know, you fall over, you graze your knee, mum comes over, makes it feel better. Yeah. So you've got kind of like a feminine caring um, sort of psychology behind going to the doctor, you know, making you feel better. You go and tell them how you feel and they give you something, you know, um, to sort of help you or allegedly help you um, and um, so mum is tend to tend to be reflected in the medical uh, in the medical profession and then dad's tending to be reflected in um, government you know doctors that type of thing so um, when you look at it from that perspective it's actually really interesting and bearing in mind that all of the patterning that you're experiencing as an adult comes from your childhood anyway so it's all sort of um, once you're experiencing that as a child up to puberty, um, many psychologists will say between the ages of two to six, but 
my experience um, tells me that it's from conception to puberty is sort of the recording period. And um, I've experienced um, sort of sessions with many, many clients who have sort of had that experience. So when I regress them back to childhood, find where the seam is, this very powerful seam and this belief, you know, the belief is I'm afraid of authority, for example, we clear it out there in that memory and it just doesn't take effect at all as an adult. So your whole perspective of life changes. So that's just that's just one sort of way of, of doing it. But EFT is a really, really simple um, technique that's it doesn't cost anything. There are tons and tons of EFT videos on uh, YouTube, in fact, I think. Um, have you have you done I know you've done the EFT, Phil G. <laughs> have you done EFT, the other film? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you have. Okay. Yeah. So EFT would be you could dem- go Facebook. ahead and demonstrate something. That's great. Go ahead. Okay, okay. Do you do you want to have a go? Shall we have a go now yeah. and demonstrate how this works to everybody? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So taking taking um what you've raised there, the fear of authority, if you are able to come up with an intensity level up to ten, between one and ten, um, Phil, what would you say the intensity level might be? If ten is really strong and um zero, you know, one is oh, I'm not Six. really that afraid of Six, perfect. Okay. And what about you, Phil G? Oh, I thought it was Phil's go. Um yeah, mine's definitely so much lower than it's ever been before. Ever been. Now. Yeah. 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 Um three. Just take guess. Three. Okay. All right. So if you just copy what I'm saying and what I'm doing. We'll just do a few rounds, you know, um, because, and, and we'll just sort of see how, how that kind of feels. All right, so see if you can locate it in your body. See if you can locate the intensity in your body. Yeah, see if you it. can give it a color and a texture. Yeah. Okay, you've got and the color in my heart texture. energy, it's kind of dense. Yeah, okay, I put a so lot in feel- my heart, so. Right, yeah. you're feeling a denseness in your heart. What color are you feeling it there, Phil? dark I'm not cash or maybe dark black gray black yeah okay okay so dark black gray and can you get in touch with the texture of it if you put your hand into it what sort of texture would it be it's like dense uh not like super hard but like it's dense that's about the best thing yeah okay let's go with dense and what about you Phil G anything yeah heart area interestingly enough and it's dark blue Okay, okay, so you guys remember that, um, remember your numbers, and we just do some tapping. So, even though, even though, even though, I'm feeling these feelings, I'm feeling these feelings, feelings, and I'm afraid of authority, and I'm afraid of authority, I'm ready to let it go now, I'm ready to let it go now, and even though, and even though, I want to feel better, I want to feel better, I deeply and completely, I deeply and completely. Love and accept myself anyway. Love, Love and accept, accept myself myself anyway. And even though, and even though, I'm ready to release, I'm ready to release this fear of authority. This fear of authority. I can relax now and let it go. I can relax now and let it go. Okay. I think Phil's going to sleep. Fear of authority. This fear of authority. This fear that I'm feeling. Fear that I'm feeling. 
so relaxed i want to go to sleep <laughs> i'm not going to sleep right now i'm so relaxed 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 this is quite easy this is quite easy it doesn't have to be hard doesn't have to be hard this fear of authority this is just under the arm here guys yeah, yeah? Mm -hmm. <laughs> the fear of authority. authority. Don't do this in traffic, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> this fear of authority. What's that on the thumb? I've never done the thumb one before. On, yeah, on the just on the side of the thumb there, not on that's, the nail, but just on the thumb there. That's yeah, not in the traditional location. That's interesting. Um, yeah, some um, some practitioners do. I, I do all the hand points. Oh, um, cool. Not all practitioners do all the hand points, but I tend to do that. So, and we're going to now go through the fingers. Okay. Fear of authority. Fear and it's just literally on the cuticle sort of area nice. that's it fear of authority, authority. Fear of that's it fear of authority fear of authority all this fear all this fear i'm letting it go now i'm letting it go now okay. deep breath in <laughs> wow you guys are powerful <laughs> i don't know what just happened there but <laughs> some okay. noise back there <laughs> yeah that's right okay so how do you guys feel can you feel any difference at all yeah different? I, I i got this big breath a breath where i was like i was like tense and then towards the end it was like my shoulders relaxed and i took a i, I released a breath so that's it i felt that's a, a relax a, like a deepening that was nice yeah that's it uh, yeah okay now that's just one round phil phil g how did you get on <laughs> well i heard you say i feel clear of authority <laughs> well perfect so i was like well that's really cool <laughs> and then i realized yeah. that you were still yeah. saying fear after a while <laughs> <laughs> absolutely so um so yeah, so you can see we just did one round of tapping there and you've mm -hmm. got instant relief. Um, if we were to do sort of more rounds, if you were to do repeat that and literally all you say is you can either say fear of authority or you can say fear or this fear or this dark feeling or it's in my heart. You've given quite a bit of information to describe where the energy is. You can you can alternate with what you're saying, you could say it's in my heart, all this fear, it's in my heart, it's dark. Yep, so you're basically telling your body, you're giving your body the clue as to which energy you're working on at that particular time. So, it, so let's just talk about the wording. So I mean, obviously, the, I mean, there's people who do scripts, but it sounds like you go more in, in tune with the wording that you say, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. So is there any, any no, yes, don't do that, like, yes, do this kind of thing with what you um, say? Yeah, um, listen to your body, listen to yourself. I mean, the whole point and everything that I really stand for is to help you to empower yourself, right? I want you to help to, to get back to the sovereign being that you are. Um, and so um, what I would suggest is always tap on the negative. You can tap on the positive. There's a reason why, you know, you can certainly tap on the positive for certain circumstances. But if you tap on the negative, what you're really saying to your body is, okay, I'm listening to you now. I'm I'm aware that there's this feeling inside. I can see the colour. So you guys very expertly were, were getting into reading the energy in your body. Yeah, the energy was converted into a colour. The colour was the energy and the, and the texture of the colour. 
and the placement of where it is. So you might find that after a few rounds of tapping, that energy moves around your body, it could move, because mm. it ultimately wants to come out. It's blocked mm. energy that wants to come out in the frequency of fear. That's really what it's showing you. So in answer to your question, um, tap on the negative, use your own words. You don't have to follow a script. There are plenty of YouTube um, videos, very, very good um, videos that you can just tap around with the YouTuber, um, but just follow the script. You've got the information. You've already told me the information and literally just tap around those points and keep going, you know, keep going. And rem you're reminding your body which energy you're focusing on and ready to let go. So mm -hmm. what you're saying ultimately soul level you're saying okay right so i know that there's a blockage i know that i'm feeling the frequency of fear which is a very very low vibration um but i don't want to feel like this anymore i want to feel better i want mm -hmm. it to release and so therefore i'm going to tap around um i've got this uh, the tapping creates sort of if you like an electrical current this is how i see it and it disperses the energy block it goes around the circuits and disperses the energy block and Phil when you said I had this big breath I went like that and let it go you were releasing blocked energy because energy comes out in the form of the sigh it can come out in a cough in a sneeze in a burp sometimes the other end as well but that's okay <laughs> You know, it's just a case of dispersing energy. I mean, who, who cares how it comes out? If it comes out, then that's great. Right. So ultimately, you want to feel more relaxed, more relieved. And the thing I absolutely love about EFT is that you're acknowledging how you're feeling. Yeah, so you're saying to yourself, this is how I feel. You're acknowledging that. And you're loving yourself enough to say, but I want to let this go now. Yeah. Right. When you acknowledge an energy, um, it's practically it's on its way out, really. You've acknowledged it. Yeah. All you're really then doing is tapping around the points to remind your body of the energy that you're working on and then releasing it. So right. you should feel a bit better. And like I said, if you tap around a few times, you're going to feel amazing in a matter of minutes. Yeah. Right. So that's one thing. That's one thing that you could do. Um, another thing is, like I said, you could bring in the frequency of yellow. So should we try that? Do you want to have a go with that? Yeah. No, I, I really like how and I will just, just touch on EFT and then we'll go on to that. Just I really like how it's it's really non-judgmental and it's just acknowledging yourself and not going, oh, this is wrong. It's just like you're just acknowledging where you're at and it's like and it might take a while. So I really yeah. like that about EFT. It's not saying that there's something wrong with you. It's just acknowledging totally. what you're feeling and, and totally. then also just reminding yourself that you love yourself and kind of just yeah. working through that until you can get to that space. So that's why I really like it, too. And it's a good reminder because I've used it in the past and I'm not really using mm -hmm. it right now. And it's like, oh, shoot, that's a, and just doing that little moment. It's like, oh, this is really good stuff. So, yeah, thank that's you. right. That, right. You're very welcome and very, very powerful as well. You know, um, it's kind of interesting, isn't it? All these um, simple things, once you know how to do it, mm -hmm. um, how powerful they can be. And sometimes, yes, it's it's useful to have a reminder, but it changes. If, you're, if your energy is changing inside in terms of the blocks, then your energy is also changing on the outside in terms of the blocks in your life. Yeah. So the, so you've got a, a micro and a macro type of um, situation going on here. So you're clearing the energies inside. Then 
and, and you're not feeling so fearful, then you're actually um, seeing your whole world in a completely different way. And when you change your perception, and it's a natural perception because you're not feeling so fearful, you're going to be tuning into all the vibrations at a higher level of perception. So you'll be able to see sort of other things that you weren't able to see before. Um, so your perception, of course, is all to do with your brow chakra. So this is about the opening up of your brow chakra. Mm -hmm. So EFT Great. is just one of those many tools that you can use. Yeah. Yeah. And you use the word I was thinking, you're like sovereign being, you know, it's Absolutely. like, and I think like when you look at the, the situation that's going on in the world, it's like, we've been children and it's like, it's now time to, and that the authority well, stuff is part of that. It's time to step into the sovereign being and kind it. of grow up and not be that's the perpetual it. child, but it's like in a, in a really, it's like in a different way. Cause I think people are yeah. scared of that. They're like scared to grow up because they think yeah. it's something bad, like the Peter Pan yeah. kind of thing. It's like, well, no, it's like there's a different energetic. There's stepping into a sovereign being. And I think Absolutely. what that means, like we're all learning, you know, because we're all stepping into that yeah. sovereign being yeah. right now. And or many of us, hopefully lots of us, but, you know, some are not. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> the more of us that can step into it, it'll hold space for others. Go ahead, Phil. Yeah, so just to add in there, Phil, when I was out walking in the woods yesterday, what I realised was, is we're all children pretending to be adults, because we've got mm. no clue how to be adults, but we know right. how to be children. Yeah. That's but it. Actually, That's it. What we've got to do is come back to the joy, come back to the fun, yeah. come back it. to the exploration, get out, like me and Phil always say, get out in the woods, ride your bike. Mm. However, though, when you're out in the woods, be respectful. Be respectful mm. of nature. Take your rubbish home is my big mm. thing with people. So it's all right, it's, you know, it's all right me saying, um, you know, remembering that, remembering the child, you know, with the adult wisdom of being mm. respectful, what we were taught when we, we were taught all this when we were kids, pick up your rubbish, take it home, put it in the bin. Mm. We were taught that. So get out there, have some fun. Remember that we're all children pretending to be adults. Because yeah. that came to me the other day and I thought, wow, <laughs> it's actually really powerful because that's what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But when and when you're doing the tapping, you come out of child mode and that's when you sort of really step into your sovereignty. I mean, to pick up on that point, um, Phil G, that you were just saying, you know, you're told to when you're younger to do what you're told. You know, you've got to tell you're told to stay indoors or, you know, you've got to stop playing now. It's time for dinner or, you know, all those things that um uh, that you're told to do you know and they just stay inside they get locked inside so you instinctively um, you know you do what you're told and um, of course you you then see the world from that perspective so you're told to do something whether it's right or wrong is another matter you know whether it feels good whether it feels genuine is another matter as such but you can just tap out these emotions that that started off in childhood and um, that then allow you to step into your sovereignty and to take your power back in in a most loving gentle way you know um because you love yourself enough to do that effectively so um but it is it's one of the many many tools that are available for people right now if they don't know how to get out of these feelings um and if if you change your inner world, your outer world changes as well. That's the beautiful thing about it. That's the thing that I really, really love about it. So when we look at authority as a subject matter, well, 
he might say, okay, well, where do I give my power away? Now, if we look at the brow chakra, do you guys know about those chakras? I know if you do, Phil, you, mm -hmm. I guess you got, you'll know all about the chakras. The brow chakra, of course, is, is all about your perception and it's about authority. It's the color royal blue. So um, the, the complementary color of that brow chakra is gold. Now, what I mean by complementary is that gold and royal blue are seen by the body as the same frequency. And gold, of course, is all about your power. So where, so this is where you question yourself, where do I give my power away? You know, and um, if you are afraid of authority, I wonder if you're afraid of your own authority. Mm. Are you afraid of your own authority? Are you afraid of your own power? I wonder, mm -hmm. yeah? Do you know that you are so, so powerful? You are such a beautiful energetic soul that is so, so powerful that maybe your own power scares you, which is why you're afraid of authority. Could that be a possibility? Um, the number one fear is not public speaking, spiders or snakes. It's fear of your own authority. So how about that? So I wonder if the whole world is now looking collectively at their fear of their own power. I wonder if that's a possibility. Yeah, because very interesting thing you said, Priscilla, about being locked inside. What came to me was from I share every time we get onto this stuff on the show, I share it with when I did that fast, and I found a, an aspect of me locked inside of me. Mm, yes. So actually, most of us have locked away as multiple aspects of ourselves deep yeah. inside ourselves and thrown away the key. So yeah. when authority says stay inside, well, we're already there. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's so we're right. just playing that out. That's interesting. That's very interesting. Yeah, absolutely. So when um, when I do um, when I take people through in regression back to let's say childhood, um, we'll pinpoint the root of where this all sort of came from. So what happens is when you are um, when you're a child and you go through a traumatic experience, and it could be kind of falling over, grazing your knee, and you're really really upset, and how people responded around you made a really big difference, and a belief was then created. So what happens is this belief. Uh, is created and it might be something like I'm not good enough let's say um, that's created it's then um, encased in a layer of amnesia a little bit like a walnut shell and within that walnut shell you've got a whole load of vibrations so let's say you fell over you grazed your knee you're hurt you're upset you're angry you're scared maybe you're scared of being told off for example so you've got there there are four different frequencies yeah that I've just mentioned four different emotions that are stuck in with this belief that's in, encased in amnesia and the idea of that the, the subconscious is to make sure that you never experience that again it's trying to protect you it's like a protective mechanism so that all sounds like a great idea so what then happens is after um, puberty, everything gets thrown up in the air. <laughs> all the emotions get thrown up in the air, all kind of chaotic. And then they land and then you go into replay. So you then replay all of those same vibrations, hurt, upset, anger, fear. You replay them in other situations. And the idea is to show you that you've got those inside. 
that need to be released, yeah? So you just, you'll attract subconsciously, I hasten to add, situations to make you feel certain things. And those things, when you take note of those things and you trace them back, which is what we were doing at the beginning of this session, we go back to the root of where they started. Does that make sense? Absolutely, yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. So um, I'll give you a, an example um, of, I mean, I could give you lots of different examples, but this one is quite a, um, a, an interesting example. Um, I saw a client, it was some years ago now, and he wanted to, he was going for a promotion. And every time he went for a promotion, he never got it. He never got it. This was all the way throughout his life. He could not figure it out. So we traced all the way back. We went back to when he was younger. Now, his mum was cooking dinner and we just about served dinner. And he reached up for um, a cookie biscuit and he got slapped on the wrist and he was told, you don't deserve it. Literally just like that. Anyway, that scene then created the I don't deserve it when he went for the promotions, when he was older. You see how it works? Yeah. Um, it's something so simple, but it was stuck inside and repeating and repeating until he sort of said, well, hold on a minute. Why does this keep happening to me? So when people start to question, why does this keep happening to me? It doesn't happen to everybody else, but it's happening to me. What's going on? Then... You're, you're on a winner because you're asking the right question. When you start to ask that question and you start to explore that, you can actually go right the way back to why it's happening. Remove that route and then you change the outcome. So, of course, we did the clearing in the session. Um, it was just the one session. It doesn't always work like that. Sometimes it's more than one, um, two or three. Sometimes it's longer. You never really know. It depends on how many layers there are. Um, but we cleared on that. And, of course, he was promoted. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. um, another instance, um, this uh, client, she said to me, um, I, I must be picking the wrong guys. You know, I'm going for the wrong guys. What, why, why does this keep happening? I keep getting rejected, um, you know, and it happens over and over and over again. And I'm sick of it now because I really want to find um, a, a loving man in my life, etc. Anyway, so, um, so, we did the clearing in the session and again this this just happened to be the one time and um so we did the clearing and we went all the way back to when she was two years old and she was um in the hospital and her baby sister was being born her mum and dad were there her dad had been holding her hand and all of a sudden her dad let go of her hand to pick up her sister and she wanted her dad to hold her hand again and to kind of give her a hug and she felt rejected by her dad so that scene as simple as it was as innocent as it was because her dad knew have no idea that this was going on but um that really kind of sort of sunk in into her subconscious and created this this massive rejection of men all the way throughout her life um the lovely thing is that at the end of the session she literally walked out of the session and walked around the corner and she bumped into this guy who she's now married to and the very same week that this happened she also got um one of her friends set her up on a blind date and she also got asked out by somebody that she'd been out with before kind of a long time ago so you could see that there are lots of things happening there the law of attraction because she'd released this block the law of attraction just automatically started working yeah does that make sense 
Yeah, it's just phenomenal. It is so magical. So when you're working with the subconscious and the law of attraction at the same time, if you look at what is happening in your life and how you're feeling and you trace it back and you get to the root and you release that root, then your whole world changes, your whole perception changes, everything changes because the universe wants to send you abundance. Yeah, your natural state is abundance. As a sovereign being, you're abundant, you're light, um, you're infinite, you're curious, you're fun, you're happy, um, that you're all these wonderful, wonderful things. And the only reason why you don't get this in your life is because of all these blocks. So you start to identify the blocks, you start releasing the blocks, and hey presto, you've got a completely different life experience. Yeah. So I just want to really add in there, Priscilla, about about, um, you know, when people ask for abundance, because you've got to be really careful, because even if you think you're being clear, the universe will and always does give you what you focus on. So a prime <laughs> yeah. example is right. When I was looking for another van, I did not want a white Mark six transit van. I was really clear on that. What turned up? A low mileage white transit Mark six a cracking price that I couldn't refuse and it's just like okay I, I wasn't clear about the the exact van that I did want but I was really clear about what I didn't want yes. and the universe doesn't yes. care whether you want yeah. it or not yeah. what it yeah. cares about is what you focus on it's really that simple it is it really really is um but the, and the reason why it's so challenging to not focus on what you want is you're so used to getting not what you want yeah so yeah. you automatically follow through oh well this is never going to happen to me or you know or self-doubt or whatever and you then end up getting exactly that what you don't want exactly so it's a really good point you've made there I mean, the amount of people that um, that have had broken arms and broken legs, and I said, okay, well, what were you thinking just before that happened? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they say, oh, I really need a break, meaning a holiday. <laughs> and of course, they end up with a broken arm. <laughs> I need a break. Well, they got a break, didn't they? It wasn't yeah. kind of the kind of break that they wanted. So you do need to define exactly what you mean, because otherwise you'll get the literal. <laughs> you'll get that. Yeah. So, and, and, and another example of that, Priscilla I think I shared with you before is um, when I was focusing on wanting to well well, I I wasn't but I'll tell the story this way I was focusing on needing to change my career and wanting to be um, a practitioner you know and and do shamanic work with people Mm -hmm. and um, and I said to the universe how do I stop being a builder Mm -hmm. Well, that's the wrong question because I, I went to my van and all my tools were stolen, right? <laughs> so, yeah, no, you, that's you might well laugh. Uh, yeah. You know what, though? I've done that twice. Oh, God. <laughs> I've done that twice. And it was about a three grand mistake each time. Wow. So wow. I was talking to my dad in the kitchen, not this summer, the summer before. And I said, the trouble is, dad, the building, and I'm going to, I'm not, I'm going to calm down. I said, the trouble is, Dad, you know, the building works really in the way. And, you know, and, and I think I'm not, I really need to give up the building in order to change. And I said it, I packed it, obviously, full of emotion. This mm-hmm. was on the Thursday. Sunday lunchtime, I was parked in a, a really busy hotel car park. I parked there half past nine in the morning. I went back for my lunch at one o'clock and all my tools were gone again. Wow. wow. And yeah. I was like... 
oh man, I've done it again. Yeah. Because yeah. It, I was focused on again. I was focused on. It wasn't that I didn't want it. Mm. I was focused on the wrong thing. The wrong thing wasn't how not to be a carpenter or builder because that's easy. You just stay in bed, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's dead easy. How not to do something, mm. how to be something and how to yeah. transform your life yeah. and how to move forwards. That's a whole different question. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So how would you now, knowing that then, Phil, how would you now have phrased, sorry to put you on the spot here, but how would you now phrase, you know, what you wanted out of the situation? Out of the situation now, I, what, what I've hopefully, what I've learned is to be clear, you know, it's like if I want to build a practice coaching people, mm -hmm. then I need to say to the universe, hey, universe, how do I build a practice coaching yeah. people? That's how it. do I yeah. attract the ideal client? How yeah. do I create that? How do I create um, people in my life to say, hey, Phil, in order for you to do that, you've got to do X, Y and Z. In mm -hmm. order for you to do that, you need this insurance. You mm -hmm. know, that's that's now if I was conscious about, yeah. you know, I was just talking about the situation before and exploring what I thought I needed to do, mm. which of course the universe answered my question really clearly. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, if I'm not been a builder, how can I fund mm. what, what needs to be done? You know, because I could, I could reduce the time down of, which is what I've done, mm -hmm. reduce the time down of being a builder, a carpenter, mm -hmm. So I can focus on being a practitioner and helping people, whether mm -hmm. it be with food or color or EFT mm -hmm. or, or shamanically counseling people mm. is yeah. To, you know, or, or maybe like within the past of you, Priscilla's phone you and say, Hey, Priscilla, look, this is what I need to focus on. This is where I'm stuck. And then, mm -hmm. and then of course you come along and say, whatever the question is, you ask me. And then, <laughs> But yes, we, yeah. we, you know, I had a mate years, years ago, this was about 2003, and it, between him and his wife, I can't remember the way around it was, I think he didn't want an Audi and she didn't want a silver car. Mm -hmm. Well, you can guess what they got, can't you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. They got a silver Audi at a cracking yeah. price, low minded, because <laughs> that's yeah. what they focused on. That's right. That's absolutely right. And the universe doesn't understand no or not. Or negatives you see so when you're saying something in the negative it will ignore that word yeah so you need to take that word out look at what you're sending and then when you recognize that you will change what you're sending what, what you know what you're um, sending out to the universe so you we want to keep it focusedly um, you need to keep the focus on the, on on a positive. Um, this wouldn't it be nice? You could say, wouldn't it be nice if I um, had more coaching clients right now? You know, wouldn't it be nice if I had less um, clients from the building side and I had more clients on the on the coaching side? That the, the thought of that actually makes me feel really good. And and you, if, if you start off just putting it in that way. It's genuine. You're not actually sort of saying, I've already got it. because, And that really is the key, to imagine you've already got it. But going to not having it, <laughs> to imagining you've already got it, can be a bit of a big step. 
So if you actually just ask the question, wouldn't it be nice? And I wonder how this makes me feel. Or actually, this feeling is a lovely feeling when I think about this, when I think about my dreams, etc. Mm. You are bridging the gap between those two big, you know, the the it being a pipe dream and feeling it in your body because you're beginning to feel it. You're beginning to build up that feeling. You're beginning to get excited about it. Yeah. So, um, so that's, uh, that's a good point. And it's, um, but if you avoid the negatives, avoid the negatives, say, wouldn't it be nice? Focus on how that would feel if you had that now. Yeah. So, it's, so it's about, so it's always about focusing because I, I think it is in the secret. They said, um, energy, uh, what is it? Energy flows where intention goes. Yes, or, yes, yes, yes. Some, yeah, is it like that? Absolutely. And it, and it, and the universe doesn't care whether mm. you're focused on something you do or you don't want. You're focused on it. Yeah. And It'll you know, sense. and I've now and I've now done that twice, and it's cost me a heck of a lot of money. So I know mm. that actually, it works. Mm. And the same as the white transit, the white Mark Six van. Mm-hmm. I knew what I didn't want, but I couldn't yeah. make up my mind what I did want. So I talked yeah. a lot about. Yeah, well, I don't know what I want, but, you know, I really don't want one of those. Mm, yeah. So I think, yeah, I think that's, it's, and we, what people don't understand is, or what they forget or what they haven't thought about is, we're manifesting yeah. all day. All the time. Every day. And yeah. because most of us, we've learned about what we don't want. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So we keep getting, of course, what we don't want. Yeah. So we have to be really careful of mm. that. And, and, and then we're taught, as you were saying, Priscilla, about um, about we we have to act as if we've already got it. Well, and I agree with you with what you were just saying. It's really it's safe to explore what it would be like. Yeah. Or how would That's it good. feel if I had this? Yeah. Because otherwise, otherwise you, get, <laughs> you get what you don't want. Yeah. So we have yeah. to really explore around mm. what we do want and yeah. play around with that. Mm. of what would it be looking and i really love that Priscilla. Can, can you just reframe that again for us again can you just so, sorry repeat it with what was it you saying what would it be like was that your statement yeah so so you you, you might say okay to take your example there phil you might say wouldn't it be nice if i had more clients more coaching clients and uh, i wonder how it would feel if i could just let go of the of the building business and move more into coaching and coach um, with food or with color or with EFT. I wonder how that would feel. I love the thought and I love the feeling of how that makes me feel. Yeah, so you're actually really getting in touch with it, but you're being totally honest and genuine. That's the bit I love about it. You're being genuine. Mm. You're not You're not being asked to pretend you've got it and that's it. Because for most people, that's too far away. To pretend oh, you've yeah. actually got something when you haven't, you're saying, well, I haven't got it. You know, that's a lie. That's not actually true. Um, so it doesn't resonate with your body. Yeah, so it has to resonate with your body. It has mm. to to be um, in resonance that's what it's all about all you're really doing is coming into alignment with you as a soul and you're saying as a soul wouldn't it be nice in my life if I could have more coaching clients I wonder how that would make me feel oh yeah that makes me feel really good yeah I'm feeling it now I'm imagining it now so when you're tuning into your imagination your imagination is creating all these pictures and all of this um, energy to draw towards you you know, so you don't have to go out and get it. You allow, you relax. You allow it to draw to you because you're excited. Yeah, you're beaming. Yeah, you've got this glow around you. 
got this sort of attraction. Yep. So the universe is going to match that attraction. And that's, that's really the key. It's about being genuine with yourself, kind to yourself and honest with yourself. Don't beat yourself up if you don't get the results that you want, because the results that you want or that you don't want, let's say, are coming your way. What they're really showing you is what you need to calibrate. You need to recalibrate. So it's saying, so let's say you, um, in your case, Bill, you, you did exactly that. You looked at these two situations and you, you said, okay, my tools were stolen. So what do I need to recalibrate? What do I need to say or think or feel? Um, bearing in mind that it's about vibration and how you're feeling. What do I need to change next time? And that, and you got the answer, didn't you? Yeah. You, 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 you realised that all that was was feedback. It wasn't that you're not good at manifesting, you can't do it, not good enough. It's none of that. All of those things we we tell those stories about ourselves when we don't get what we want. Yeah, but all it really is about is about recalibrating and saying, okay, well these are the results I've got. Mm, I've got to try it differently next time. So what can I do differently next time? And what did I do last time that? Gets gave me the results because if you look at how you're what you're thinking and how you're feeling just before the negative result came back to you you would be shown the answer and this is why if you then do that you step into your sovereignty you are a soul you you are very good at manifesting and okay so you manifested the wrong thing but actually you didn't you manifested the right thing it just wasn't the thing that you wanted <laughs> yeah so <laughs> so just to, to so just to finish off that story about the second time my, talk, my tours were nicked, I was working for a for an elderly doctor, and I told him the story the day later, and he said, "How much money do you need?" <laughs> well, I was like, so that, "So that was the very so I didn't take the whole lot." And then that the next night, I had a phone call from a mate of mine, and he said, uh, "Phil, why don't you pop round? I've got an old drill you can have." There we go. So I turned up and I didn't have an old, he didn't have an old drill. He gave me five new power tools. There we go. And you didn't have to do anything for that. Apart from align with yourself. Yeah. So this is you aligning with yourself as a soul saying, what did I do? Okay, I'm going to change that now. Um, So you kind of, the universe rewards rewarded you basically for aligning with yourself look at it that way the universe rewards me when i align with myself yeah i I had instant instant as soon as i recognized what i'd done again yeah and the universe got it he's like oh he didn't mean that yeah so bam there i was recompensed straight away for a cosmic mistake (laughs) (laughs) yeah although was it a mistake or was it just a need for recalibration on your path to help you because you that you will find that incredibly valuable for your clients because you'll be able to hold the space when they're perhaps frustrated or saying i'm not good enough i can't manifest properly uh, etc you'll be able to hold the space beautifully because you understand how it works the mechanisms of how it works yeah I totally got the second time. I totally yeah. got it. It's like, oh, yeah. I've done it again. I was, that was too much. It was too much emotion attached to yeah. what I didn't want. 
Yeah, that's right. So that's amazing. And when I run workshops and I say to people, I say, okay, who's good at manifesting? <laughs> and not many people put their hands up, actually. And then when I say, uh, have you attracted things or have you experienced things in your life that you don't want? And everybody then puts their hands up. And I said, well, you're good at manifesting then, aren't you? <laughs> you're just not um, perhaps focused on what you really, really want. Yeah. So going back to Phil, the other Phil's um, point about fear, let's say. So if fear is a block and I said to you, okay, what do you want? How easy would it be for you to define what you want? Um, well, I, I know what I want right now. I mean, I, 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 I know, oh, la, 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 la. <laughs> you like, <laughs> stop there, right? I don't want to speak because you're going to be like, oh, you just said that. So, <laughs> Um, I, I actually want to be back in England with my with Susan, mm -hmm. my wife, and my dogs. Um, mm -hmm. And I've actually got a home there. My parents have got bought us a home, which is the universe has sent us that. Lovely. Um, but I've got a lot of blocks around it. I feel trapped. I, there's like, how am I going to get over there? And there's like, yeah. there's like many layers. And I'm like, whoa, it's like, is it like a childhood thing? Is it is it fear of this or like? And I've got all these mm -hmm. reasons in my head about why it's mm. not happened yet and I'm mm. like I feel trapped you know that's one word yes. like I feel trapped in my yep. current job or my position okay. it's like a fear about finances and fear about how to get the yep. dogs over there and just like all of these mm -hmm. all of these reasons and it's like oh these are and I know that like on a infinite spiritual level it's like this is ridiculous I know my soul is meant to be there I got that guidance mm -hmm. when I was there a few years ago that I'm supposed to return to the land mm -hmm. there I got, I got uh -huh. it clear. I did. Um, I think what is it? Um, when you go back and you like you talk to your higher soul, there was like a process. I can't. Well, yes. Uh, I can't remember the name of the process, but I did that, and it was pretty clear. It came through that I was supposed to return to the land, but right. it was a couple of years ago, and that hasn't happened. And they're like, okay, I, I probably got some blockages here or some uh -huh. stuff that that I'm not looking at. So, uh -huh. yeah, it's, I'm just loading on you. This is my personal stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to ask a personal question, but thank you for oh, sharing. No, that's why we're doing right. this, because yeah. I think we're yeah. evolving together. And I'm sure hopefully yeah. it's helping people. Sharing. Yeah. 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 Thank you for sharing that. That's amazing. So you identified the trapped and the fear. Okay, you mentioned the two vibrations. If you were to do the tapping rounds on on trapped yeah mm -hmm. and if you were to follow that energy and the color and the shape and the texture until it was completely gone from your body and mm -hmm. if you were to do the same thing with fear and just mm -hmm. keep tapping um and you 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 mentioned two specific instances regarding the fear how you're going to get over there and how you're going to get the dogs over there yeah so mm -hmm. the, so you can be quite specific about the fear and what it relates to mm -hmm. if you were to do that tapping and you would go round and round and round just keep tapping it out you would literally release those blocks and instantly something would come to you you would get because you've got all the answers as you know you I mean you've already identified that you as a sovereign being you've got the answers but you've also noticed that you've got these blocks so it's not that you can't sort of come over here it's just that at the moment it seems like almost an impossible task so this is a subconscious kicking in this is a subconscious saying no you can't have this you can't have that I'm trying to protect you from these feelings um and actually when you've tapped them out then you've cleared them so the subconscious and the subconscious mechanisms that I was talking about earlier you know this walnut shell with all these vibrations inside and the and the belief 
Um, that seems like a great idea, doesn't it? To not mm. to, to protect you from not feeling those feelings again, except that those vibrations inside the walnut shell are magnetic and they send their frequencies, their magnetic frequencies that send up to the universe and the universe then sends you back situations to make you feel the trapped, the fear and the fear of not being able to get your dogs over there, yeah? Mm -hmm. So now that you're presented with this picture, you've got the picture, you know exactly what to tap on. So it, although the subconscious, it seems great because it's protecting you from not feeling those things, it actually really doesn't work. It really, really doesn't work because of this vibrational um, aspect to it. And so when you get the feedback, from your reality reflection in terms of what the main vibrations are that are in your way and you clear those you're going to get a completely different picture so you might want to give that a go <laughs> yeah <laughs> give it a go um the other thing is um if i said to you where can you feel trapped the energy of trapped in your body can you can you pick up where in your body you can actually feel that it's always a heaviness in my heart that's because that's where like i manifest my uh, like an imbalance too so yeah it's usually a weight on my heart so a weight in your heart okay can yeah. you identify the color um, yeah i think it's black, black <laughs> solid okay. solid solid okay like, me Diff metallic metallic like, yeah. right Okay, different to the other energy we were working on earlier. That is different, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so so you as a soul are reading frequencies, you're reading energies. You were able to tell me it's a different energy now that you're in mm -hmm. touch with, yeah? It's solid, meaning that it's immovable, meaning that impossible. You see, the words that are associated with it is not impossible, but that's how it is interpreted by your body. It's blocked, it's stuck, it's solid. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not malleable as such. Okay, so now... If I were to ask you, what color frequency is going to help to dissolve that black solid feeling? What color would you say? It's because you said it earlier, but blue jumped into my head. But oh, I don't know if that's okay. what it is. But. Perfect. Okay. So just imagine, even if you're humoring me right now, <laughs> um, but just bring in, just imagine bringing in blue into the top of your head. You're just closing your eyes and just infuse your whole body with blue. And is it a mid blue? Is it a is it like a royal blue or an indigo? Navy blue, yeah. A navy blue, right? Okay, okay. So just bring it in and bring it into all of your cells. Bring it into your entire body and allow it to concentrate around your heart area. Okay, just tell me how that feels and what's happening. It feels good. Great. With a little bit of softening there. Excellent. Excellent. In a second, you knew exactly the color frequency you needed as a soul. You brought that color in. You softened the energy that was inside there. If you continue with that practice, I don't know if you do any meditation and, you know, that type of thing. But, th you know, this type of 
example of just bringing in the color and you know exactly the color that you need. So royal blue um, can be about authority, funnily enough, boys in blue, you know, mm-hmm. um, etc. It's associated with the brow chakra. So the way that you're seeing the situation is through the perception, your current perception. Yeah, so the brow chakra is blue, royal blue, the indigo blue, and you decided that you needed blue. So you needed to clear the aspects connected with authority that were in your way of coming over here, mm-hmm. i.e. restrictions in the physical world. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, so you, but you knew the color. You knew exactly the color you needed. It's yeah? really like it's so, so funny when those things like come up and it's like, well, am I just making this up? Like, where did that come from? Like, it was like <laughs> blue. I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Exactly, exactly. So everybody has this ability to bring in whatever colour is right for them at the time, which is the perfect frequency for them at the time. So that's another thing that you can do. And again, it's not going to cost you anything. This is something you could do yourself. You know, the tapping is something you could do yourself. The colour, bringing in the colour is something you could do yourself. So talk because more, do you want to talk more a little bit about colour therapy? And like, that's kind of with tapping into the colour yes. now. Do you want to talk more about that? And Yeah. Of course, absolutely, yeah. Um, so everybody knows, actually, everything about every colour. <laughs> so when we, when I run uh, colour practitioner courses, um, I teach colour practitioners and teachers as well. And when we're exploring um, colours, and I say, okay, well, when I mention the colour yellow, for example, what things come to mind? Yeah, so can you mention... Anything that comes to mind with yellow, with the, the colour custard. yellow? Custard, yeah. The sun. Cowardly custard. <laughs> the sun, yeah. Warmth. Okay, warmth, yeah. exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so taking those three as examples, cowardly custard, the lack of confidence sits in the frequency of yellow, yeah? Or if you are feeling like a coward, that sits in the frequency of yellow. It's an imbalance in your solar plexus. Yeah. So you need yellow in order to clear the negative yellow out of your body, the, ye- the negative um, uh, lack of confidence, let's say. Yeah. So you can see that we use the terms on a daily basis about colour, you know, green with envy, feeling blue, got the blues. Yeah. So whatever. Um, you're describing in this language is exactly the emotional frequency that sits in that color. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, so we all know already, you don't even have to go on a course for this. You already know all there is to know about color because we are color. If you look at the soul and if you combine all the colors of the rainbow together, you get the white light. Yeah. So we've all got colored chakras. We've got the color of the rainbow inside. Yeah, so, um, so you, you already um, know the colour. So um, colour is absolutely amazing. It's very, very quick. It goes straight there. Um, you can actually pinpoint exactly what um, the block is when you're talking colour. And we talk colour all the time, literally all the time. So it's absolutely fascinating when you're um, working with colour. That doesn't necessarily mean you have to have one of these bottles to work with you can work with color in any number of ways yeah what different ways can you use color okay um so you can bring the color in 
as I was um, suggesting earlier, um, you can bring it in through the top of your head. You can bring it into all of your chakra points. You can use color to clear your fields because effectively everything that you're experiencing sits in your field. All the information sits in your field and is interpreted by your body through your cell receptors. Yep. So the energy in your field, you've heard of people saying, oh, I'm going to clear the air or I need to clear the air. Yeah, you're actually clearing energy that's sitting around in your field, stagnant energy that's um, affecting how you respond to things, etc. So you could bring colour into your um, into your field. You can go out to nature as um Phil G was saying earlier, go to nature. When you're going into nature, um, get in touch with the colour of the leaf of all the different shades, etc., and you'll immediately tune into um, your instinctive nature with colour. Um, you could um, you, you could cook with colour. I mean, you guys, this is your thing, isn't it? Yeah, raw food, <laughs> cook with colour. Um, I, I used to run some um, cook with colour evenings, which was so much fun. And uh, we, um, I'll give you an example. So we were doing yellow one evening. So um, I got all my yellow bottles because I work with colour mirrors, amazing system, um, colour mirrors. And we, were, we had all the yellow bottles. So we've got yellow sprays and we've got yellow round bottles, etc. And we were doing yellow meditations and everybody was sort of um, wearing something yellow, um, bringing in something yellow to connect with. So we were immersing ourselves in yellow. And then we went into the kitchen and we were cooking with yellow foods and um, we were making lemon syllabub and all all sorts of yellow was coming in, yellow courgettes and things. And um, one of the things about yellow um, is the intellect. Yeah, it's about the, the logical mind, the intellect. Um, and so anyway, there we were having our meal and we're sitting there in this um, in this beautiful old manor house um, where they have other guests as well. And um, this other group that was sitting right next to us happened to be um, a group of mathematicians <laughs> um, who were, of course, it's so all anything to do with numbers and the intellect there they were they they manifested we manifested them um because we were working with yellow it was really quite amazing um but we so you could cook with yellow um even um you know yellow drinks <laughs> um you know so there are lots of different ways and um, the egyptians used to do this they used to be very much into color with all the makeup that they used to use as well um and they used to to infuse themselves with the colour. They used to eat the foods um, of that colour frequency as well. So it's really amazing, fascinating. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So does that help, Phil? Yes, it's great. Thank you. You're welcome. You're so welcome. Out, of, out of the guys that are watching us, that, that are on Zoom with us. Have you got any, is there any questions? Phil's just, Phil's just typed in. If anyone has any questions, please type them in. So this is a great time now, if anyone that's watching, and thanks for all the Coloured Mirrors guys and the Coloured Clearers that have jumped on the show. I think there was a bit of confusion. <laughs> which I'm really sorry about, because Phil put out the flyer with seven o'clock and I forgot, to, I think I must have forgot to tell him it was six o'clock. So no, I did a... change it later. So I'm so used to our seven o'clock time, so. So there was a bit of <laughs> my fault for being a bit slack there. I think Phil, I had a, not being at home and you know working away is, always makes things a bit more difficult. 
Um, so yeah, so any any of the coloured clearers or my sis or Emily, Emily. Ah, oh, yeah. Sorry, I think we all thought it was seven. Oh, I know Emily. I'm sorry. We, uh, my fault. I know because I noticed a load of you jumped. I noticed a load of you jumped on and said hi, and it, it was like five to seven, just seven, five past seven. So I'm really sorry there. Oh yeah, someone and Emily wrote, "We'll watch the replay." Great, yeah. Of course, it's on. It's going to be uh, recorded on YouTube and also brand new tube. So if anyone wants to watch the bit they've missed, fab. Um, yeah. So any questions anyone wants to ask, add in whatever. Let me know. And... It's somebody who was watching on uh, YouTube and they they noticed that their energy on they didn't say specifically they said a number five and it was in their chest and it was deep purple and it was sticky and then after they worked through they went down to a two. And then they said it felt warm wow. and it was no longer sticky. So it was just, uh, just oh, a, was, we, we were talking about different energies, but yeah, they're, they're talking about stickiness and, and different colors. So that's okay. really cool. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. And I wonder if that, um, that, that um, person who, who's just shared that information has, um, I wonder if there's any grief going on at the moment. Um, you know, because grief is a very sticky vibration. And um, I think they mentioned it was purple. Yeah. And purple, purple is where yeah. grief sits, deep purple. So it could suggest deep grief. So grief comes up um, not only when we um, kind of lose someone close to us, but um, when you're ending a relationship, you're ending a job, or maybe you're looking around at the world and that's the feeling that's coming up right now. Um, but it's amazing that they've got that bit of relief, yeah? So they just keep tapping around. Um, the grief will just go, it will, it will unstick. Um, but that's amazing. So noticing the number, noticing um, what's different, they're reading energy. Um, that's great. That's really amazing. Yeah. Brilliant. Do you, you want to maybe, uh, like the other week, we uh, well, Phil's done it a few times on the show where he's just done, done some color for the whole group, like, and he's just kind of mm -hmm. send it into the group. And I just don't know if you want to tune in and maybe send some good energy and some good color energy to the okay. whole group. So okay. We like to do that, right, okay. Phil? Is that good with that, Phil? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, lovely. So let me just sort of tune in and see um, the colour frequency that might um, just help. Okay, uh, what I'm getting is turquoise would be a really great colour to share with everybody. Um, so I'm going to... Yeah, because the big thing that Phil and I always talk about a lot is really building our tribe and building our community. Right. And I think there's an awakening happening and the, yeah. the more we can connect with people who are in alignment... Yeah. I think the, the more we can clear any blocks that are holding us from coming together, like especially uh, the physical is preventing us sometimes coming together. Mm -hmm. So let's clear that so we yeah. can really connect as a soul group and a, and a tribe or a community. So yeah. beautiful, beautiful, lovely. Okay, so I've got this turquoise spray. It's actually called turquoise dragon. I'm going to spray some. You, you don't need to do this, but I'm just going to do this because... It just feels right. Okay, so I'm. So if you like to just for a moment, just close your eyes and just relax your body completely. Okay, and I'm going to send this beautiful turquoise light your way. So just see and just feel it coming into your fields, into your outer fields, and it's beautiful crystalline turquoise energy flowing in. Your body's feeling really relaxed. It's coming into your body now. And as it flows into your body, 
it's flowing into all the nooks and the crannies, all the aspects of tightness, all the control, where you feel perhaps out of control or controlled, or you need to control your emotions or anything along those lines. And just allow the flow to go right into your body, into all the cells so that you relax because flow is the opposite frequency to control. So when you release control, when you surrender, when you relax, you can just feel your whole body relaxing. Just feel your shoulders relaxing and just turning all of your cells beautiful turquoise colour. And when one cell turns turquoise, so does the next, so does the next, so does the next. And it spreads throughout your body. And all of your organs are turning turquoise and your spine is too. And imagine this beautiful turquoise energy flowing into your back. Let's give it a moment. And down your legs. And out through the soles of your feet. Deep, deep into the earth. Like you're growing roots right into the center of the earth, locking in place. And now flow all the turquoise up from your feet to the top of your head. And coming out of the top of your head and into the chakra above your head, your soul star, locking in place. And shoot that turquoise up to a thousand, two thousand, three thousand, four thousand, five thousand, six thousand, and seven thousand. And feel those beautiful pulses of turquoise light mixing into gold and copper. And bring that turquoise, gold, and copper light all the way down into 25, 20, 15, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Out through the soles of your feet again and locking into place. And now, take a lovely deep breath in, breathing out. And just feel really relaxed, know exactly who you are, know that you are light, know that you can manifest anything, know that what you're seeing in the world, you can shift, you can shift that within you and you get a whole new perspective and a whole new reality. So wishing that for all of you and thank you very much for the opportunity and thank you for allowing me to be on your show this evening as well. Well, and that was really lovely. So, yeah? Priscilla, so Priscilla, lastly, what do you, um, just to be clear, just to be clear for you and for people, what is it that you offer? What do I offer? Um, 
I offer one-to-one -one sessions. Um, so that could be EFT, it could be colour, it could be life coaching. Um, I'm sort of psychotherapist as well, regression therapist. Um, so I've got quite a few tools in the toolbox, one-to-one -to -one sessions. Um, and I typically do those over Zoom these days. Um, some telephone sessions. I very rarely do traditional life coaching sessions anymore. I'm always working with energy these days um, and colour in particular in particular colour and EFT. Um, so I do that. Um, I also run a number of training courses. I'm going to be running some more training courses on Zoom as well. And um, face to face, of course, when the, all of the restrictions are lifted, etc. So um, that could happen at any time. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows what uh, tomorrow will bring? Um, so yeah, training. Um, I do colour readings, free colour readings, if anybody would like a free colour reading just to explore that, I ask them to pick three colour bottles from my website and I then interpret uh, what the colours are telling me in terms of what's going on in their life at the moment and what blocks they're ready to release. Um, that could be a very cathartic process for people and a great introduction to colour. Um, so yeah, that's really about it. So uh, people are welcome to contact me if I can do and where can people find you? Okay, so my website is um, www.priscillaelliot.co.uk. Um, so Priscilla is spelled P-R-I-S-C-I-L-L-A and it's E-L-L-I-O-T-T-T-T.co.uk. So um, very welcome to contact me on there. I don't tend to do very much social media, um, mainly because I, I don't have a great deal of time. I'm in sessions all the time or training. Um, but uh, I do have a Facebook page. Um, I haven't been on it for quite some time, admittedly, but probably the website is the best place to contact me right now. So, yeah. So just, have you got time for one more? We've got, we got one question coming in, Priscilla. Absolutely, absolutely, no problem. Um, it's actually from Susanna. My okay. friend is colorblind. They can see primary colors, but not secondary colors. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then, and then the pre-question to that was, oh. can people who are, are blind or colorblind work with color? So it's kind of connected to that. So um, yeah, lovely. So, Thank so you. How, yeah. <laughs> great question. Great question. Um, the answer is color still works 100%. Yes. Mm. Um, it's really more to do with the frequency. Sometimes you'll hear me call it a frequency. Sometimes you'll hear me call it a vibration. It's the same thing. It's a vibrational frequency. Every single color is a different vibrational frequency. And um, even with, um, with some of my regular clients and clients that have trained with me as color practitioners and teachers, I ask them to shut their eyes and pick the color and they pick exactly the color that they need. They do it with their eyes shut because it's not what you're seeing, it's what you're feeling. Yep, so that's the key here. It's a vibrational frequency. And that's why um, it's so um, powerful in terms of the vibrational emotions. Every, every emotion is a vibrational frequency and every color is a vibrational frequency. So you as a soul, you know exactly the color you need to match the vibrational frequency emotion to shift it out, yeah? So um, I think, Susanna, you were saying um, they can see primary colours, but they can't see secondary colours. Is that right? Is that, yep. Was that the question? That's really interesting, actually. Yeah. Um, so 
does it kind of cause them a problem just seeing the primary colours and not the secondary colours? Just to explain, the primary colours are the red, the yellow and the blue. Yeah, they're the primary colours. And out of those primary colours, you get secondary colours by mixing uh, those colours together, two of the colours together, two each time. Yeah, So you then get the secondary colours um, coming through. So... Um, so yeah, that's that's just interesting. So that would be um, to do with the um, with the cones, the cones um, in the eyes. Um, what happens is, with for example, let's take blue. If your if your eyes are saturated with blue for long enough, that one will shut down, and the other two um, colours that are left are the yellow and the red. So if you mix yellow and red together, you get orange. Does everybody get that? Do you want me to repeat that? Yeah. So, yeah. So, okay. You've got three colors. Yeah. So you've got blue, you've got yellow and you've got red. So if blue is saturated, in other words, if you're seeing, let's say a, a blue blanket, your eyes are focused on a blue blanket and you're saturated with blue, the blue will shut down and leave the yellow and the red. And if you mix the yellow and the red together, you get orange. Yeah. yeah so good. yeah so orange is a complementary to blue it, it's read by the body as the same frequency this isn't really anything you need to know specifically but this is what i mean by primary colors and this is what is meant by secondary colors um yeah that's that's just uh that's just a very interesting thing and some people are um let's say color blind they're not color blind they're just seeing a slightly different frequency they're tuned into sort of slightly different frequencies that's really all, all that it is um so without actually being able to ask the question well how does this affect this person i can't really answer the question as such well, she, if you just written, they avoid using color in choosing clothes and in their house Oh, how interesting. Right. OK. That's how, how, you know, how can you actually avoid using avoid colour? <laughs> yeah, because it's all in your house. Does that mean that they've got no house and they're naked then? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It does suggest, of course, um, a blockage in terms of seeing themselves as colour. When you um, when you are happy to look oh. at all colours. Yeah. When you're happy to look at all colours, you're saying these are all the colours of me. I can go to the black, I can go to the grey without any judgment. I can go to the brown without any judgment or I could go to yellow without any judgment. So if I'm seeing all the colours and embracing all the colours in my life, it basically means I'm embracing the whole of me yeah, without any judgment. Yeah. So if you've got somebody that's just stuck on certain colours um, or avoiding colours, um, at the same time, they're kind of avoiding themselves, seeing themselves. The so interesting, the interesting here then, Priscilla, she's written, um, they go for black and white, which is duality, isn't it? There we go, duality, yeah. So recognising themselves just purely as human, yeah. Um, that's the duality. They know underneath it all that they're a soul in a body having a human experience but they're just seeing the, the human experience without the, the soul aspect um there's also um the other the other aspect of seeing you've got the colors the three 
cones and you've got the rods. So the rods are the black and the white. That's where you kind of see the black and the white as such. Yeah, so, um, but in terms of from at, at a soul level, absolutely duality. Yeah, the black and the white. It also suggests that maybe they just see things in black and white. Yeah, they can't oh. see things in, with the whole spectrum. So maybe they're not willing to explore the whole spectrum, to explore other perspectives, to explore other colours, other things in their lives. Yeah, so really, really interesting. Um, I was doing a holistic fair some time ago um, and um, I had all my colour bottles. So I've got over 100 colour bottles and I was facing the entrance and um, it was really interesting. This this lady, she came in and she just went like that and she 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 completely avoided all the colors and she went round she came around three times um she was walking around and each time she would sort of take a little bit of a peek at the colour, a bit longer each time and getting a bit closer. And in the end, she, because I was doing colour readings at the time and she joined the queue. And then when she got to me, um, she said, um, yeah, when I first saw all this colour, I couldn't face it I just had to move away from it and um, and I just sort of smiled and I said um, would you happen to be avoiding something in your life right now and she went oh my god yes I am <laughs> and uh, so you know the way that we react to color is is um, indicative of what's happening in our life it's it's literally a mirror if that makes sense yeah yeah yeah, so yes. I, I just I just going to apologise about what I said about um, uh, you choosing using colours because of course I'd forgotten that the friend was colourblind. Right. <laughs> I, I apologise for that flippant reply. I'd I'd forgotten about the fact that she said my friend was colourblind. So yeah, right. yeah. Totally, yeah. Uh, yeah, totally. So I apologise for that, Susanna. Yeah. Does that all make sense? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Well, there's no, there's no more questions, Priscilla. So, um, what a great show! Thank you very much. It's been fantastic. Really appreciate you coming on and sharing your time, and being so thorough with us and uh, and so precise. I think that's for me. For me, that's been really useful. What about you, Phil? It's been a fantastic show. I, I really love this show. Thank you. I will. Uh, it'll be. We we go on YouTube and uh, brand YouTube, and then I'll upload this to our podcast channels. It hits all the major podcasts. So. Um, yeah, great. Um, if you love the show, um, connect with us on philandphil.com. Um, if you'd like to make a donation to support our work and keep our website going and um, help us to continue to evolve and grow and bring on fab fabulous guests like Priscilla, this is, we might want to bring you on again, I think. This has been so wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. So, um, you know, that, you know, and that's this whole thing is like, uh, what we why we started this show is like for you know to heal ourselves and then you know as we heal ourselves we start to heal each other so um yeah just just a great show thank you thank you for everybody joining us great you've got a great following there Priscilla so it's great you have a lot of people jumping on who, who know you already so that's great lovely lovely well I just want to say thank you so much for both of you guys for um inviting me onto the show I've had a lovely time and um for anybody out there these guys do a fabulous job um so you know do connect with their podcasts um and uh, it's been really good fun and yes I wanted to get a little bit thorough to give some examples of what I actually meant because some people don't know what EFT and colour really is all about and so now hopefully people have got a better idea more sort of practical 
um, application of how they can use this, uh, the, all these different techniques to just shift out of how they're feeling and just start to feel better about themselves, you know, because that's really what's going to change their life. So um, I'll just say a big hello to everybody who knows me. Um, thank you for your comment, Wendy. That's uh, much appreciated. And uh, yeah, I've had an absolute ball. So thanks once again. I'm very grateful. Lovely thank to you, be Priscilla. Here. Really, really grateful you can come on the show. Really appreciate that. Thank you. And thanks everyone, once again, thanks everyone for watching. Appreciate you all. I'm Phil. And I'm Phil. And this has been another, another fabulous episode of the Phil and Phil Show. Uh, we wish you all a beautiful week, uh, much filled with much love and abundance and joy and happiness. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Thanks, Bye, guys. Everyone. Bye. Bye.